0: This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Wayne Player is Gary Player's oldest child. Now, Wayne made news in April of 2021 with something that occurred during the uh, ceremonial tee shots at the 2021 Masters. He's beginning to talk about that situation now, and he has... He has graciously agreed to discuss it here, so it's a pleasure to welcome Wayne Player back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Wayne?
1: John, I'm doing very well. I'm blessed in so many ways. I'm actually the middle of all the six children, so I've got an older sister, Jennifer. I'm sorry. Older brother, Mark. and then, That's okay. No worries. Then I have three younger sisters. In fact, my sister, Jennifer, and I, we're at the 1978 Masters together with the, with the, with the late Nancy, well, Mark McCormack's uh, wife, Nancy McCormack, was there with us. We were there when Hubert Green missed the last putt. So, you know, the Masters has very special memories for me, and uh, I'm, I'm sad that uh, they've taken my credentials away, but it is what it is, you know?
0: Well, let me say this to you first, and I have not had the chance to talk to your dad. Um... I only had the pleasure on three or four occasions of meeting your mom, but every time I met her, she was kind, gracious, did all she could to make me feel comfortable. She, by, she just seemed like a wonderful, wonderful woman. And Wayne, I, I, I send my condolences. I'm sorry. How, how are you doing with all that?
1: No, no. My mom suffered for two years with pancreatic cancer. And it was terrible to see her wasting away. So it was really God's blessing that he took her when he did. And, you know, she will certainly be sorely missed. Uh, but she set such a great example for all of us, you know. I mean, she always tried to motivate us to do the right. And I know I've done some wrong. Um, but we all do wrong. You know, in the Bible it says, May ye that is innocent cast the first stone. And there are not too many stones being thrown, you know, John. Yeah. I, I, I so my mom was a special woman and she'll he, he, always be remembered and she lives on within all of us.
0: you know I just I hope you know how lucky you are. I lost one of my parents when I was nineteen. when you get to be in your 50s and you still got your parents that's 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 a blessing It is
1: it is I'm sixty and I've got my dad still he, he was alive and kicking
0: yeah
1: and you know t- I had my mom for many, many years and you know she you know, got to, you know, have incredible, you know, uh, experiences with all her granddaughters and grandsons and even great-granddaughters yeah. and sons. So, you know, my mom was a, was a, you know, great-grand, you know. So, what a you know, if you wrote an epitaph, it would be a pretty amazing life that my mother led.
0: Dad doing okay?
1: My dad's fine. You know, okay. my dad always is positive. You, you've always missed my mom, but... He always says there's new horizons and, you you know, he, he wakes up and embraces each day the
0: best he can. Well, good for him. I, I, I did not get the chance to to see him in April, but I do want to get the chance to talk to him. All right. I, I wanted I know you've been talking about it. I wanted to give you the opportunity right. uh, to tell your side of the story from that that Thursday in 2021. Um, I'm not going to rehash where we are and how we got to this point. But what do you want to say about that day and and, and what's taken place since?
1: Well, you know, I actually went up to be a spectator at the uh, the Masters 2021. I'd no, i had any idea that I'd be, you know, asked to caddy for the, on the first tee for my dad. And so when I went up there, uh, my dad's good friend Dave King has always caddied for him. Uh, he's very close to my dad. Couldn't get from South Africa to the United States because of COVID.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so my dad initially said. And asked me if I would do the honor of being there on the first tee with him, with the bag, and with Jack and and the elder. And I said, Dad, you know, I I've been there. I've carried for you at the Custer before. You know, when he was sixty, and wanted to be the oldest man to ever make the cut. And I I don't I don't need that space right now. I'd rather you know my son Jordan's here, my nephew James Thrustle is here. Why don't you ask and let one of those guys? Give them the honor. Let them caddy for you. So my dad said, okay, well, let's get Jordan to do it. So I reached out to the Augusta National. We set it up for Jordan to do it. And everything was set for my son Jordan, who's a great young man who played with my dad in the PNC Family Challenge. Mm -hmm. He's a very good golfer and loves his grandpa so much. And then all of a sudden, somebody said something to my dad and changed his mind. And he called me and said, no. I definitely want you to caddy. So it wasn't my desire to be on that first teach on. You have to know that. And so I said, okay, I'm not going to argue with my dad. So I said, okay, dad, I'll do it. So we got up at the crack of dawn on Thursday morning, went to the caddy shed, got my, my caddy, you know, overall on and my little green hat. And we were on the first, on the, uh, the practice range and shooting the breeze with, with Lee and Jack and my dad. And it was, you know, a fantastic experience. And then we were heading towards the first tee, and, you know, I'm looking around, and I'm going, wow, you know, we get on the first tee, the, um, whoever was directing whoever got me to stand next to the elder, who I've been very close to for years. They've been very close, he and his wife, Sherry personally been great personal friends of the player family for years and years, I was standing there with my dad's bag with his PXG, which, you know, um, gets a lot of exposure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My dad's with all his partners, and he represents Wentworth in, in London and many others on the bag. And I look, looked over at Lee, and he had, you know, Travis Matthews on his uh, collar, and he had a, a brand new PING bag that I don't know if he ever used PING before, but he had a PING bag there. <laughs> And so I'm going, wow, this is unbelievable. You know, I can't believe, you know, how many logos I see on everybody. And that was just going through my mind, you know. So I pulled out the, the Encore sleeve of balls, which they only sell online. They don't sell in any Greengrass pro shops or Dick's sporting goods or anything like that. I gave my dad a ball because that was, you know, and it's a very good ball, by the way. It's, it's an outstanding ball. And I was holding the box and I, you know, I, I gave my dad the ball. And actually, my dad's bag was so full that it was hard to even put the ball back into the front. He had it so jammed up, and that's the truth. So I thought to myself, let me just hold this box next to my side because it'll be a way for, you know, the spectators who are watching this, because there's millions and millions of people, to see what ball my dad is hitting. And and that was the only thing that crossed my mind. Hmm. Now, would I do that again? not in a million years, after all that has happened, it just seems like this is blown out of all proportion. And, you know, I know in my heart that I'm a good man. And I am I'm so sorry that I did that. But it was no disrespect. And that's why when Golf Digest called me the other day, I had to tell him, saying, listen, I wrote the Augusta National, uh, you know, a long, heartfelt letter saying, listen, you know, I've been close to the elders, especially Lee. And after the incident, I called Lee Elder. And Lee said, Wayne, don't even give it a moment's thought. I know how much you love us, and you would never do that to hurt me or take away from that special moment. And while it probably did. So, you know, we all make mistakes. I've, I've, I've apologized. The Augusta National did not accept my apology. They have stood their ground saying they do not want me back. I don't know if it's for this time, but I will write a very nice handwritten letter every year to Fred Ridley, whoever the chairman is, asking for forgiveness. And if they still stick with their guns, I know I don't have one bigoted bone in my body. I think that the Encore company has been dealt a raw blow. They had nothing to do with me holding up those balls. I did it on my own accordance, and that's it, Period. You know, um, so I don't know what else to say, but I've, I just wanted to voice my opinion and say, hey, I apologize. I'm sorry I did this. And let's move on. Because the Masters is such a special event. And they're just the national in a very precarious position. They, they've got to run that event. It has to run very smooth. There's all sorts of stuff that goes on. And so in many ways, I understand it. But I hope one day they will... Have the heart to forgive me.
0: Did did you have to tell your dad, or did he find out another way?
1: No, I mean, my dad found out. You know, that afternoon. I mean, okay. and on the Thursday afternoon, the media went crazy. You know, I mean, uh. you've never seen something go, you know, viral that like quickly. I mean, it went to all four corners of the globe. I mean, I, I mean, you're talking about exposure. I, don't, I it was probably bad exposure, but a lot of people reached out to me saying, "Hey, you know, you're a marketing genius." You know, I that it's. Like guerrilla marketing, I don't even know what I'm. I'm. I just doing sixty years of age. I didn't even know what guerrilla marketing was, John. But now I do. You know, uh, and it's it's just not the thing to do at a tournament, a traditional event like the Masters. You know, it's just not the thing to do. And I, and I, and even as I said in the um, the got in the in to, you know I mentioned to golf stages, you know, Jack Nicklaus said, Wayne, what are you thinking? I said, I don't know, but. You said, you should never have done it. I said, yeah, I know, but it's done. You cannot cry over spilt milk. You can only try and make amends. And my dad found out later that day. And, you know, he obviously knew that it wouldn't be good for me. And my dad certainly didn't defend me. They called my dad. And uh, my dad said, "Well, May- Wayne's made a mistake, and he has to pay for the mistakes he made." Wayne, let
0: me, let me let me ask you a question that I think about as you're as you're telling your story. And you were on the show before, when when three four years ago, when something came up. Do you think, had your son caddied, and and uh, hypothetically, had your son just honestly been holding the sleeve of golf balls at that time, do you think this would have happened? Do you think it would have blown up, or do you think it's because Wayne Player did it?
1: No, no, I think if my son did it, did it he would be in big trouble too. I I think it's just, I don't, firstly, my son would never have done that. <laughs> you got to know my son, Jordan. He is a stand-up guy, you know. But with me, you know, because I no longer make money, you know, holding putts, even though I'm still a very good player, you know, I'm a, a marketing guy. You know, I've got different businesses. I do represent Encore. I do some consulting work for them. So I felt compelled, you know, to do something about it. So I think if anybody had done that, they would have been in, you know, in trouble. Um, and I and I really don't blame the Augusta National. But I think when somebody really apologizes and has proven that there was no, you know, bigoted viewpoint at all or, you know, malicious intent, they should reconsider their position. And, but, you know, it's, it's a little deeper than that because I've received, you know— lousy media for a $2,000 insufficient funds fraud charge, you know, which I paid for,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, quite dearly. And it's also been very negative for me because all the negative media that's online, you know, it cost me a $200,000 deal with a company that I was going to represent because they didn't want to have the negative media. And you see what happens. So, you know, you, you've got to be smart when you're doing it. You've got to really think carefully and you've got to run your business well, which I didn't always and you know, I'm just trying to, you know, make good with everybody that maybe I owe some money to or whatever, John. Because that's all you can do. You know, is, is do the best you can and to try to do the right. So that's it, man.
0: Do you do you think you'll get access to the grounds again at some point?
1: I I think so. Yeah. You know, my dad's gonna be playing. My dad's look. God forbid that bad something bad happens to my dad, but my dad's very agile. It was great to see Tom Watson, you know, join Jack and my dad this year. He's he, he's so deserving. And you know, one thing I've always done, I've made some mistakes in Augusta in and around Augusta, but I've always treated people, the security guards. I used to buy every year I had a tradition of buying a huge tub of Popeye's fried chicken for the security guards at gate B right by the caddy shack. And they just loved me, you know, and I treated all the security guards and the members and every, all the employees with the utmost respect and dignity. And even one of the members came up to me when I was in the clubhouse one day and he said, Wayne, I just want you to know how grateful I am that you're so gracious to everybody here at the Augusta national. So for that, I'm proud. I'm not very proud of some of the stuff I've done in Augusta but I've apologized I've paid for it and I hope that they would reconsider uh, one of these days yeah. I really do John
0: well I, I please tell me your dad doesn't know you're buying fried chicken <laughs> <laughs> has, has has he well, ever Wayne you know, Wayne I, Wayne has he ever had a piece <laughs> of fried chicken
1: my dad loved fried chicken <laughs> <He> don't <laughs> tell anybody <laughs> I've seen my him my dad's a bit of a club eater you know he, my dad, loves candy. He loves M and M's. Wayne, he loves Toblerone.
0: He's got all stash Wayne? Boy in the drawer. Yeah, it's Wayne. I, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so happy that you said that because I've been at the house. I've seen him. I've seen him eat candy. I've seen him grab the M and M's. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: well, he's so funny, you know, because he says sugar, sugar will kill you.
0: <laughs> oh God!
1: He's opening a, you know, a bar of Toblerone it's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> uh, Wayne, uh, thank and the
1: one thing he has done, John. Yeah, John, the one thing my dad has is he's always disciplined himself to really work out hard. So you know, if you if you work out hard religiously and you you know you do that because your body is a temple. Um, if you do if you do the workouts, you know, you still get away with eating some fried chicken and some candy.
0: Uh, um Thank you for saying yes to this. I, I, I deeply appreciate it. It was gracious of you to do that, and, and, and I hope we talk again.
1: I hope so, too, John. I appreciate the opportunity, and, and take care.